I just want to lay on his chest and bear all of my flaws without judgment because he enforces my right to be human and nothing less. I like to trace the shape of his face. Every detail from the creases formed in the corner of his eyes when he smiles to where every freckle is perfectly placed. <laughs> what a waste of uncontainable personal space. In the crevices of where his arm and shoulder meet is where I place my superwoman duties to rest. And he knows when I cuddle up underneath him, my intentions aren't to get him to fill up on my breast. I need him to feel my heartbeat, how it skips every time he speaks, or how the sight of his smile followed by the sound of his laughter makes my flesh weak. I just want him near. Love does not possess fear. With him, I can freely express the vulnerable side of me. Through all my imperfections, I sometimes wonder what it is that he sees. Comfortable in my own skin, his embrace makes me melt like the ink that bleeds through this pen. But I rarely express how I really feel deep within. I suppose I can use this platform as a way to get in. And I know lying about it is considered to be a sin, but I never said I was perfect. And if it's meant to be, then I guess all of this would have been worth it. Welcome back to The Bloom Line. It's your host and content creator, Michelle We are coming to a close. This is the last week in February. So celebrating love, um, I celebrate love as often as I can, but you know, this is the commercial lies month of love in America. So I figured, yeah, let's just do a love series. So I hope you guys enjoyed all of the episodes that, um, were released this month. Some really great conversations. Um, I have really, um, cool friends, don't I? I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. So just wait till next month because you guys know we're celebrating Women's History Month next month for the month of March. And I have some fire episodes coming. But did you peep the piece in the intro, though? I know. I know. I know. It's super fire. I know. So, yes, it was written and produced by me. And, um, you know, I don't share my poetry a lot anymore. Um, but I know I should. I know I should, and, and I will. So just stay tuned for that. Um, but, you know, a lot of people ask me the question. I know you guys have seen the title. I even posted it a few days ago on Instagram, on, on uh, Facebook, Snapchat. And if you're not following me on those platforms, like, you, you're really missing out on some really good content. So make sure you follow me at The Bloom Line on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And uh, make sure you you catch the the tea on social media. So shout out to everybody who reposts uh, and shares my quotes and things. I'm like, oh, okay, moving up in the world. But I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys coming on this journey with me. But let's go ahead and get right into the episode. Okay, so look. (laughs) So where do I start? I don't even know what I'm going to share with you guys on this episode, but, you know, a lot of people have been asking. I mean, it's um, something I want to talk about because um, I like him, obviously. (laughs) So, um, yeah, just a little bit of a backstory. I call 
or refer to him as my man crush Mondays because he's not my man yet or maybe never who knows um and I just happen to have a crush on him so and uh so I've posted stuff subliminally like on Instagram and Snapchat and like people I'll be like who is this person because they never see like images or pictures or anything of him because I rarely post it but um the reason why is because he's not my dude or anything like that. Um, I've posted him before, but um, it was in kind of like in passing, I guess. People don't really pay attention too much. But um, yeah, I met him while I lived in Orlando, and he is a really good guy. Um, we just happened to click. Um, but at the time, both of us were coming out of some toxic situations, so um, I was more so really trying to heal and get past that situation. I think he had his own things going on too, but anyways, so I had two Snapchats, and I created this uh, other Snapchat because people always kept calling me the Snap Queen, so um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to create a Snapchat that is the Snap Queen, T-H-E-E, Snap Queen. And I was like, okay. So I created it, but I was barely active on that Snapchat. Like, I would hack people's Snapchat and be like, yo, follow me on a Snapchat um, that I was barely even on at the time. I was just kind of like hyping it up really to to take it over at one point. So I was doing that consistently on a lot of my friends' Snapchat or whatever. And so one day I, I decided, let me just log in. So I log in and there's like a whole bunch of like people who followed me um some people I don't even know so I started using it briefly and there was this guy from New York that was like a football player well it was really soccer he played soccer and then um we would communicate through Snapchat and um then he started sending me inappropriate snaps and I was like nah block I was like "Uh uh-uh I was like, this Snapchat is a little bit too lit. I'm not trying to go over there. It's not that type of party. So I stopped using it. And so I went back to my other Snapchat, which was um, associated with my old Instagram at the time. And I'm just like, ah, I'm just on my Snapchat chilling or whatever. And so I, but I would still do the same thing. I would hack people's Snapchat, meaning I would take their phones, go on their Snapchat, and I would do a snap or whatever because I kill those filters. And, um, I would be like, yo, follow me on this other Snapchat. So anyways, time went by and something just told me, like, go on the other Snapchat. So I went on the other Snapchat, I I logged in and, um, I started using it again. Okay. So it's like normal people, like my old friends that just followed me from the first Instagram to the second Instagram. And I started using that one more often. Then all of a sudden, there was this person who just kept, like, responding to my Snapchats, sending, um, like, heart eye emojis, and we would just have conversation briefly. I never looked at this person's story. I was like, okay, like, whatever. So I'm not even paying attention. Like, he's responding and whatever. We had little conversations, and we were, that was it. So then uh, we were having conversation through Snapchat one day while... I was at my former job, 
and he asked me, like, oh, what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, you know, I was like, why? Are you trying to take me out? Or, like, what's up? And he was like, lol, actually, yeah. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. And so um, that quickly escalated. And I was like, oh, crap. I don't even know who I'm talking to this whole time. So I go and look at this person's story. And I was like, hmm. I was like, oh he is fine so i'm looking at his story and i'm like yo he is he is like fine fine so i was like oh snap i've been talking to a to a this this dude this whole time and i didn't even know so i go to my friend and we worked at the same place and i was like yo this guy wants to take me out on a date <laughs> and i was like girl he is fine he like i was not even paying attention to him at first and um, this is my first time looking at his story, and so, um, she was like, um, he is cute, or whatever, so she started referring to him as green eyes, because he has green eyes, and so, I was like, yeah, he wants to go out, like, what should I do, and I'm really awkward when it comes to dating, that's probably the reason why I don't date a lot, because, like, I'm just awkward, I'm just weird, and then plus meeting somebody on, like, social media, I'm just like old school. I like meet somebody in person through a friend or through a social gathering. We talk, we exchange numbers, and like, you know, that's what I'm used to. So I was kind of low key freaking out. So I was like, girl, what you think I should do? Like, he is fine though. Like, you want to take me out, girl? I'm about to go get this free meal or whatever. And she was like, calm down. Like, you should just go. And so I'm like, all right, yeah. You know, it looks like it's gonna rain, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know, never mind," and just hit me up. I was like, "No, no, no!" <laughs> I was just saying that it looks like it's gonna rain. I'm not trying to cancel. <laughs> so, um, you know, needless to say, we leave work at the time when I met him. What's crazy is that I lost everything. Like I had nothing to show for myself other than a paycheck from work. Um, I was going through so much at that time. Um, I had got like an 18 day notice that I had to move out the cottage in which I was renting at the time. It was in Maitland, Florida. It's a really nice neighborhood. It was like a little bungalow or mother-in-law suite or whatever you want to call it, um, in the back of, you know, a, a, a nice property. And I love that place. I love that place. My sister-in-law, Karina, used to rent it and I fell in love with it then. And so when it became available, I ended my roommate situation and I moved into my own place. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm growing up. Like, you know, it was amazing. I loved that place. I had just done a penny floor and did an accent wall. I started to buy furniture and really make it my own. And uh, when I say I loved that place, I loved it. But um, before I met this guy, I had to move out in 18 days so I wasn't able to find an apartment in time because I work a full-time job and um I also was in school and at that time I also couldn't drive my car so I had a driver's license situation that um was currently like um in court and so I couldn't drive at that time either so I, I really was um living at my friend's house at the time trying to debate whether I was going to move back down to Fort Lauderdale or wait until my case, you know, 
got um, resolved or it was just so much at that time going on so when I met him I was living at my friend's house and so I went we went back to her place and I'm like what should I wear we went to the closet I'm like should I wear this is this too much and I was like okay does this look fine like you know is my boobs poking out too much it's like you know whatever so we were like picked a really simple outfit so anyway it's supposed to meet him at, Pop- at Popeye's and by her house, there's two Popeyes. I ended up going to the wrong Popeyes. So, um, didn't confirm the location. And he was like, y'all playing games or whatever. So, um, what seems to have happened is that, um, yeah, we missed each other in that moment. And so, um, fast forward, we're still communicating through Snapchat. You know, I apologize for the misunderstanding. Um, and it's like, yo, next time we'll, we'll try to make sure we meet up or whatever. So he is a barber. And so he was working and I was like, yo, like, you know, um, are you like normally working during the week or like Saturday or like whatever? And so we tried to make our schedules work, but it took a little bit. So anyways, um, I end up losing my job in Orlando, um, at where I was working. And so I, that kind of freed up my schedule, which was great because I was going to be quitting soon. Anyways, I should have just put in my two week notice, but that's another story. So uh, at the time, um, I'm just chilling at the house, not really doing anything, um, kind of like working on the computer and stuff like that. And, um, he was an inspiring, um, real estate investor. So I used to work I worked there for almost four years. It was in the real estate industry, so I know a lot. And um, so uh, we would talk about, like, business and life goals and all that type of stuff. And then we finally had an opportunity to meet. And so he came to where I was staying, and I made breakfast. I made, like, crepes and eggs with, like, strawberries and whatever. It was, like, really fancy. And so we just met up, and, um, and uh, he was really tall and really kind of awkward at first, but uh, it was good vibes. We, we talked, we watched movies, we, uh, it was like real chill vibes. It was cool. And then ever since then, we, we started hanging out like almost every single day. And then he was like, oh man, I'm going to stay away from you or whatever. I'm going to take this weekend off, I guess. <laughs> But we used to work out together and go, like, out to eat and just, like, walk around the park. And it was just real chill vibes, which was cool. And then he started meeting some of my friends that lived there. And we would play card games. And um, it was a lot of laughs, that's for sure. And we went on a road trip and to, to a nearby city. It was, like, real chill vibes. So that was that, you know. And, uh, it was, it was fun. Um, and it was really chill. We didn't really expect much, but just to have fun. And it was real chill vibes. So after a while, I think it was like, I was like, does this guy even like me? Or does he enjoy my company? Because not that I just wanted him to bust out and like, oh yeah, let's make out every day, because we would sleep in the same bed, 
and not have a problem. It was like he was very respectful. He never tried to push up on me, never, like, you know, tried to do anything. He was really focused on, like, his own situation, like, you know. Um, and when I say situation, I just mean, like, you know, mastering himself. But the first conversation that we had over the phone, I was on my way to Jacksonville, and um, we were talking about uh, a lot of different things. He was telling me about this girl that he was talking to that was upset with him because uh, she didn't want, he didn't want to have sex with her. And so he told me that he had made the decision to with, with, um, withhold from sex because he wanted to live to a higher power. And I was looking like, look up at the sky. And I was like, okay, Jesus, I see you. And so that's the caliber of man that I was interacting with. So it was just like, it was real chill vibes. But at the same time, like I was just thinking to myself, well, dang, does he even like me? Because he has not like really tried to push upon me. Like I would hug him and that was pretty much it or like whatever. And um, I was like, he has not tried to kiss me like once. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, I guess we're just friends, guess. And I walk him out one day to his car, we're downtown at um, my friend's house, and um, he turned around and kissed me, I was like, oh, yes, I was like, okay, it took a month, but I mean, hey, it, it happens, so I guess that's like, oh, okay, so he actually likes me, likes me, he just, just likes me as a friend, so time progressed, and we would just hang out, and we would just have a really good time, and then, um, he ended up cutting one of my friend's son's hair at their house. And so I was cooking, and uh, he joined me in cooking. This man can cook, like, cook, cook. So he has a culinary degree. So he's really smart and intellectual. We would have conversations about, like, any and everything. And um, then as time goes on, you know, you, you learn about people. They develop um you develop like deeper relationships with them and you find out things about them and I found out he was musical and that he was really driven and ambitious like and um you know he he was a good guy so anyways I ended up having um to make the decision to move back to Fort Lauderdale which I did and he ended up going to Miami the week before I was going so it almost seemed like our lives were like parallel, moving in the same direction, I guess. Because I know I had made a decision to really kind of figure out myself and what I had going on. And so we met in a space where we both individually were trying to learn who we were as a person outside of like career goals, jobs, outside of relationships, you know. Um, both romantic and platonic, we just really was trying to find ourselves what we what we like, and um, we shared um, that same like goal and focus on that. So uh, we kept each other at certain lengths, I guess, um, to make sure we like didn't cross any boundaries or whatnot. But so he ended up going to Florida, South Florida, a week before I left, and then I went down, and I was just chilling or whatever, reconnecting with family. And um, I would haze him on Snapchat a little bit. And uh, I used to call him a personal trainer. I was like, yeah, he in South Beach having a good old time. And I'm over here, like, just chilling. 
and um, we missed each other in Miami because I took too long to get there. So he came um, to see me in Fort Lauderdale before he headed back home. So his time was coming to an end uh, in South Florida, and I was just getting there. So um, he came and he met um, my brother Jeff, who's a realtor. They exchange information and stuff like that. But um, the day before he left, we had both made a decision like, okay, we're not really ready for a relationship and we both agreed, even though we knew we liked each other, but it was just like, you know, we had a lot going on within ourselves, and we just decided, okay, cool, you know, but I was sad that he was leaving, obviously, because for the last, like, almost two months, we've spent, like, every day talking to each other and spending time together and stuff like that, so I was sad to see him go, but, um, you know, he went back home. And we still stayed in contact, and he started his career of, you know, becoming a real estate investor. And um, a lot of the things that he said he was going to do, he was following through on those things. And he didn't allow me to be a distraction at all. And the same for me. I came down, and I was doing what I needed to do, and I was working. And we would FaceTime, we would talk, and we would encourage each other, you know, um, share, like, motivational things, informational things with each other. And it was just really cool so then um he asked me to come visit him and i planned a trip and i decided to go so when i got there he didn't think that i was going to actually come because i guess he's not used to like people doing things for him so when i got there it's like he was pinching me to make sure i was like really there so but that was kind of like awkward and like oh my gosh like am I excited to see him as a friend <laughs> or is I, am I excited to see him as a guy that I have a crush on because at this point I have a crush on him if I'm like traveling you know across some states to come and see you so it was an awkward first kind of like trip and so the second trip when things really started to like I guess change or at least for me, um, I actually really started to like him. We would hang out and um, go to the gym and take me around the city a little bit. And uh, we had Bible study one night at the bishop's house where I was staying. And that was a really powerful experience, um, to say the least. And I think that's when my heart kind of started to change for him. I didn't really see him as a friend anymore. It just felt like we were connected in another way, which was cool. Um, but I also knew that I needed to take it slow and that it was just, you know, to keep it on the pace that we were on. And so, um, I walked him down and he asked me, um, you know, are you the woman that God sent me to help me become the man that I am supposed to be? And I was like, I don't know, you talk to Jesus about that. <laughs> like, and he's not a really big religious person either, or like, but you know, you could tell by his level of thinking and consciousness and decisions why he does the things that he does as far as discipline and things are concerned is definitely a higher power involved, but he's not really a big like religious or spiritual person. Um, at least he doesn't, you know, identify with a specific religion, I would say. 
And so he asked me that. I was like, okay. <laughs> but you know, I was like, well, you know, I'm just, I'm here. <laughs> so, um, you know, through that experience, things was just still fine. And then things kind of took a turn. Um, my grandmother was in her final days and I really was freaking out. I didn't know, um, how I was going to deal with it. And it's crazy because he lost his mother during, um, I think shortly before that. And so I have a thing with losing people. I don't, it's, it's a weird thing that I'm learning how to kind of work through, but because I felt like I was losing my grandmother, I felt like I was losing a lot of things. I felt like I've been losing a lot of things within the course of the time where, um, before I met him and while, uh, this friendship was happening, it's just, I was like, dang, like, I keep losing, like, I lost my perfect little house, I lost my ability to drive, I lost my place of employment, I lost friendships, I've lost money, I was just losing a lot, and, um, our friendship had became very important to me. I was like, yo, this per this this is someone who doesn't care about checking me, like, um, and calling me out on my crap and communicates. Like, it was just a really good situation, you know? And I was like, yo, I don't feel, I don't want to lose this too. So he became really, really busy with um, working and, working a full-time job and still flipping properties, doing all the work himself, and he became really busy to where we weren't really talking as often as we, as we used to. So me, I'm like, oh crap, like I'm losing him too. So I was freaking out a little bit, but I would always write him letters and send him things in the mail, and I was really trying my hardest to like kind of not be super emotional. But I felt like I was going through so much, and I was like, I kind of put him in the place of being my person, although I knew and understood that he was on his own journey. I almost wanted to keep him to myself, which was selfish. And so I guess I was trying to be there for him in ways that I wanted him to be there for me. But it wasn't like until through that, that situation where I came out on the other end, it was just like, yo... I realized that um, I wasn't really present and I wasn't really ready for something um, like that because I had just had so much chaos going on on the inside of me. And relationships were really a mirror reflection of yourself and I learned so much through that relationship. Um, and I'm not gonna say relationship as if we were brother and like boyfriend and girlfriend. I'm just saying relationship as like a platonic relationship friendship like those are still relationships just to clarify so I felt like I learned so much about myself um and I'm grateful that's for sure but um he needed his space and I didn't want to give it to him because I felt like um he, you should be there for me like I'm there for you type situation I guess and so I guess I felt, like, entitled, in a sense. But, um, so, yeah, things started to, 
I was kind of like cussing him out for not answering the phone. And sometimes I would be playing. But sometimes I was serious because sometimes I would have hard days, like, you know, being at my grandma's bedside and things not working out the way that I want them to. And so some days I really just wanted to call just to hear his voice and just be like, okay, everything's going to be okay type thing. And, um, but that didn't happen. So I started getting upset and started getting, I guess, in a sense, needy. Um, but I did need somebody at that time. But I guess I shouldn't have put that responsibility on him. So fast forward, you know, um, I was supposed to be going on a mission and then I got I got ill and I wasn't going anymore. And that one of his concerns was definitely like me leaving and him not knowing if he could wait for two years because I was supposed to be gone for 18 months. And so. Uh, when that changed, when I wasn't going anymore, I'm like, oh, I was really, really sad that all the hard work that I put in to be able to go on this mission kind of flopped. And again, me losing something that was close to my heart that I wanted to do, and it was just a lot. So I was like, okay, well, since I'm not going on a mission, I'm going to be here. I just expected things to go back to the way that they were, and they did not. And so I was moving in a way to where, um, like, you know, I was anticipating, okay, like, one day, like, it's going to happen. Like, one day it's going to happen. And so I started um, kind of, you know, bringing that energy to our friendship. And and that's not where he wanted to be. And ultimately, um, it was not something that neither one of us needed at that time. So we talked. And... um, you know, I had expressed, like, I like the fact that we're distanced, like, you get to do what you do, I get to do what I do, we come together, and I realized in some ways that I became a distraction, and I really needed to do a better job at respecting, like, our boundaries and not crossing them, and um, just really being there for one another in a way that we had agreed that we were going to, but you know, girls, sometimes we get so excited, and for me, like, I really don't connect to people often, it's like, when I meet somebody, it's like, I can tell, I already know whether we'll be friends for a long time, or we won't be, um, even in romantic relationships, guys think that I'm picky, and that I never give them a chance, it's just, I, I know when I meet someone, whether it will be a fruitful situation or not, like, I just know, but, I still give people chances, it's just, it, as a result, like, it just doesn't go anywhere sometimes, so, but I knew when I met him, and I started to, like, spend time with him, like, I was like, yo, I can really rock with, rock with someone like this, um, and so I knew that, uh, he was a good person, and he had a good heart and stuff, and I just felt it, I just knew that, um, this could be something, um, whatever, I guess, it decided to kind of bloom into, so, fast forward, you know, um, we made the decision that, okay, um, you focus on you, I focus on me, and that's what it is, you know. Um, uh, and so we haven't really talked in a, in a while, um, since December, actually. So, one on three months, and um, I mean, we're on each other's social media, but 
it is what it is. I try not to look at his stuff uh, because, number one, I, I'm just hoping that a girl don't pop up or whatever. Like, my, my stomach can't take it right now. But, yeah, I developed feelings for him. Um, and at the end of the day, like, we're still really good friends. But at this point in my life, like, I can't have feelings for someone and be their friend at the same time. So I have to do what's best for me and set, like, proper boundaries. But at the end of the day, I have respect for him because he told me exactly, you know, how he was feeling. And we had conversations about it. And it was not something that we both uh, weren't aware of. It wasn't no animosity. It wasn't no yelling. It wasn't us disrespecting one another. It was nothing but love, you know, because we care about each other. And um, so... You know, we ended things on a positive note, although negative, I guess it was negative because my feelings was hurt or whatnot, but it is what it is. You know, um, I still respect him and wish him the best of luck. And um, yeah, one of the things that I that I learned throughout this process is um, those little hints of slow down or ease up or like relax you know controlling your emotions um is a non-stop project I guess it's an ongoing thing and I think when we um find someone that you connect with you know it it's almost surreal because at the time when I met him I was going through so much and I was just like yo I'm not funny even entertain this situation but I was like, well, what if this is like God blessing me with a situation? You know what I mean? And so although I was going through so much emotionally and still hurting, I was still open to building a friendship or getting to know somebody. And I'm grateful that I have built the courage and, you know, the strength to be able to do that to where I'm not missing out on opportunities of growing myself. Because there are a lot of things that you don't know whether you've healed from or whether you can implement new practices until you're interacting with the opposite sex. So I'm glad, I'm happy that, um, you know, I had that, that chance to really figure out like exactly what I want out of a relationship and what I'm not going to accept. And, you know, so I want something that's passionate and that, that grows, that has freedom, that, it's unconditional love, but we're friends, and I like I know exactly what I want, and I'm, I I know for sure I'm not giving up this box to nobody who ain't my husband. So I definitely learned that too. So it it was just a lot that I was able to learn throughout this uh, friendship, and honestly, I hope one day we'll be able to like be friends again but right now my emotions my feelings for him are a little deep so I have been keeping my distance and I think he's been doing the same and um yeah that's my man crush Monday I really don't post about him anymore because I don't want him to feel uncomfortable because sometimes um especially in a in a world of social media people just think too deeply into stuff like and when it comes to me expressing poetry people always think like it's about them or you know or I ain't got time for all that like my space of creativity I don't bring anyone in there
it's just me. And I'm able to pull from different things and write about anything. And love is something that I'm practicing every single day. So I'm able to talk about love or write about love at any given time. So it's not something where if I post something, oh my gosh, it's about you. Or, you know, a lot of people get intimidated by seeing other men like postings on my social media and the comments and the emojis and like all this stuff. But when I'm into somebody, I'm into that person. I have blinders on, really. I don't pay attention to nobody else and what they got going on. Like, if I'm rocking with you, I'm rocking with you. You never have to worry about anybody else ever taking my attention. There's a lot of traits with my personality that make men uncomfortable. Um, Because I can talk to anybody. I can network with anybody. Like, I laugh. I smile. Um, I can pretty much connect with a lot of different people. And so, some of them wonder, you know... What's so special about me? The fact that you get my time is what's special. Like, I don't spend time with just anybody, especially now when I'm so focused on accomplishing my goals. There are friends that I do not even speak to, hang out with. Like, they rarely see me. Sometimes my family who lives in the same house as me barely sees me. I'm that focused, I'm that determined. So, when if you get my time... And you get my attention. That's what makes you special. I don't give that to anybody. And, um, yeah. So, dating and relationships for me are every six years, apparently. Every ten years. Every whatever. Not saying that I don't be talking to people. But, honestly, I don't. Because I don't entertain um, people. Like, right now, my phone's so dry. If it ain't about business... Or this podcast. Um, it rarely rings. I'm always talking to like family. Mostly now. So, And yeah. That is the story of my man crush Monday. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And. Someone asked me if I had the opportunity to. If it came full circle. Would I give him a shot? Um, because obviously there's a lot of details that I didn't put in because um, I feel like sometimes you can only tell your story because it's your story. So it, it sounds one-sided or biased. So I just tell the details that need to be told um, because I don't want nobody assuming or making assumptions about someone's character based on um, personal interactions that I've had with them. So, yeah, to answer your question, I would. Honestly, if there was anyone that I would do this thing called life with, he would be a pretty strong contender. And to answer another question, no, I do not want my ex-boyfriend or ex-fiance back. Like, that is so done and over with. So, yeah. That answers that question, too. Uh, catch me on a Q&A. I don't know when I'm going to do this Q&A, but apparently people like seeing my face as well. Because people say I have a great voice over this podcast. Which, thank you. I appreciate that, y'all. <laughs> y'all, you are real.
Um, but, you know, I'm working on it, you guys. I'm working on it. I think this podcast right now is comfortable enough for me. I do post some things on YouTube. But um, people are wanting me to become more active on Instagram. And um, I'm going to. But uh, especially in the next couple of weeks, I'm just really going to be getting on to promote the episodes of these this podcast. So um, I'm stepping back a little bit from social media because I need to focus on other things um, that are my, my prioritized goals. So things that I want to accomplish by the summer. So, with that being said, I am going to get to your requests, y'all. I really am. I appreciate y'all rocking with me. But, you know, your girl got other goals and dreams, and this is a creative outlet for me right now. It's to help keep me sane. So, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, Make sure you drop those comments, and make sure you drop those questions in my DMs, because I know they come in. Um, I already got a message. <laughs> Make sure you p- post this episode on time, because I'm waiting. I'm just like, okay, girl. It's going to be on time. But thank you for listening, guys. Thanks for coming along with this journey with, with me on this journey. And uh, make sure you check out other LV. I have a, another featured article. Um... I'll put it in the description box, actually, so you guys can have it. But make sure you check out that awesome article. Shout out to Princess, who um, presented me with that opportunity. It is a up-and-coming digital magazine um, that is based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. A lot of African-American queens that are highlighting other African-American queens. I love it. I'm honored to have been a part of that article. So make sure you guys check it out. Until next time, be good to yourself, be good to others. Peace. And I really want to work this out because I'm tired of fighting. And I really hope you still want me the way I want you. And it really feels like the ship and I'm not on pilot. And it's a bitch you want me to bitch I am but not the chick you want Residual damage left in place of what was beautiful Excuses only work when what we've done is still excusable You let the truth unfold But still cheers to being honest Like the rivers knew what we wanted But all we knew is that we did So you can follow me And when I walked away I left for steps in the mud So you can follow me